we haven't watched in a while? The Ultimate Warrior talking about Hulk Hogan crashing a plane. Load the spaceship with the rocket fuel. Load it with wood. Kick down the cockpit door. Hulk. Hogan. It's more like Hulk. Hulk Hogan. He does not say that L. <laughs> that L is not enunciated at all. Ah, uh, shame he was kind of a terrible human being. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, <clears throat> I can still enjoy an insane promo about crashing a plane. Of course you can. No one is saying that you can't, Alex. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. Yo. I just had the Moana soundtrack in my head, like, all week long. And yes, I am recipe planning while we're podcasting. I was going to say, you're really <laughs> invested in the podcast I am, today. Hey, I'm very invested. It's called multitasking. Mm-hmm. When you are a, a new mother, it's something you have to learn how to do. You find just the time to do shit. Just now? I thought women were born with the innate ability of multitasking. This I've is, always been this, terrible at this multitasking. This is supposed to be your j- dramatic which is, which, advantage which is something, over men. Which is something that I lie about on resumes constantly. Like, oh yeah, great multitasker. Great multitasker. Yeah. No. I'm a woman. Great multitasker. <laughs> I also have spectacular balance. I do have pretty good balance, shocking. Yeah. Yeah. For a large lady, I do have pretty good balance. <laughs> I'm also a spectacular cook. But I'm not here to brag about myself. Hmm. I mean, you've already started, so we might as well continue. I mean, that's all I got. That's, <laughs> all, I got. Okay. that's all I got, Alex. Speaking well, of uh, cooking, we, we are back to torturing ourselves. It has not been as bad this time around, though. No. If, if you are thinking, Dong, of uh, uh, giving intermittent fasting a try, one, I would say don't. <clears throat> we're, we're large people, and we needed to try something that would actually work for us. The first time we did it, it was fucking hell on earth 2006. In 2018. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and the first time I had any kind of sugar, I, I wanted to kill myself. I thought my heart was going to explode out of See, my chest. See, and now here's the trick. Yeah. You just never eat sugar. That's the thing. You can't. Which, by the way, I mean, now you have a little human that you could just never feed sugar, and you'll dramatically improve her life. She could be the female Finn Balor. <laughs> Because you know there's no way anything sugar-related has ever touched that man's lips. It hasn't. It's impossible. It ha- he would die. He would instantly lose at least two of his abs. His heart would explode from his chest, and he would die. And we would be robbed of Finn Balor. Could you, I could, have no idea what he's doing in WWE these days. Could you imagine NXT? literally like if you had gone through life without ever having sugar, like added sugar, and then suddenly you had a donut? Your heart would explode out of your chest. I remember because it was right before Halloween when we did it last time. And we went to a Halloween party. And I was like, hey, look, candy corn. I haven't had any of that. I've been really good. Let me have some. I had a couple bites. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Was the exact thought that went through my head. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, though. When we were younger in, like, the 90s and shit, it was like, and we'll get off, like, Food and diets. Why? Because fuck that noise. This is subtle interference. It could be anything. <laughs> it's true. We could talk about whatever. It could even be a boat. It could be a boat. They'd do boat, all boat. that like, oh, it's no fat. It's great for you. And it would have all of the sugar in the universe. And it would just be like, okay, but fat's actually really not that bad for you. No. 
it's certain types of fats that are bad for you. Yeah. But it's everything in moderation is the whole thing. That's all it is. Yeah. I think it's kind of, uh, it's, it's frustrating because I think it's, you know, certainly as we've gotten older, you kind of realize it, no one, there are like three people in the world who actually are trying to help people and everyone else is just trying to keep their giant companies alive. Just trying to fuck you. Uh, You know, and it's like, cause breakfast cereals, you should not be eating breakfast cereals. No. There are they are terrible for but, you. But 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 my frosted flakes. Oh, they're so frosted flakes good. are so fucking good. That's Alex. the problem. They are so, so good. Those are it's just a cornflake coated in sugar. Yep. Yes. And it's amazing. It mm-hmm. turns out if you take anything and you coat it in sugar, it's dramatically Instantly improved. It becomes better. <laughs> it is crazy the way that works, right? And to your point, Erica. I mean, like, remember when it was God knows how long ago and Diet Coke came out and it was the healthy alternative to Coke? It turns out it's just as bad for you. They're both terrible for you. Any kind of soda is horrific for you. It's all poison. It's pure pure poison injected right into your fucking veins. But, Alex, the only difference is one of those poisons tastes good. I just can't drink only water. I, I can't do but you it. You can have soda, but you just have like have like one can a day. We used to plow through soda. Like we can't keep it in the house because where it's like you have a twelve pack in the fridge, it's gone in like yeah. a day. Gone. It's, yep. It's insanity. No, it, it. I will agree with you though. If you are gonna have it. I want fucking just give me regular soda. Right, because the diet, it's the stuff they put in there to replace the sugar is just as bad for you. And it doesn't it's, taste good either. Yeah, it tastes. Ter- diet, I mean, I, okay, I know they're all made out of like syrup, but the diet is soda actually tastes like the syrup. <laughs> like, it's like they forgot to add everything that makes it taste good. <laughs> and it's the same thing with like Coke Zero. Coke Zero, I guess, tastes better than Diet Coke. It does. But it's still a very poor alternative to regular Coke. Here's the thing, Alex. I I went through, because as Erica said, we had such a problem with soda. I was like, I got, okay, I I will switch to diet. At least I won't have the calories. I know it's still horrible for me, but at least I won't have the calories. And I drank so much Coke Zero that I actually got to a point that I started to like it just for itself and I, that's just sad like I'm sad having said those words in a sense you forced yourself to like it well, it's like when people tell you like people like to tell me alcohol is an acquired taste well I don't want to acquire that taste well here's the thing because when you're young you can only afford the, and you can only ever get the shit stuff so you're like wow this is disgusting but uh, everybody, oh, the cool kids drink, so I, I'm going to have this. When you get older, there are decent tasting alcohols. You just have to find them. And yeah. they tend to be very expensive. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, okay, well, is it worth it? And maybe once in a while. Yeah, I don't, you know, I. it's funny because we have this liquor cabinet that's got just a ton of alcohol in it. But I really don't drink much anymore not at a ton all. Like, well i couldn't for you know the while. entirety of while i was pregnant so well you could have well, you can you just, it's just a poor idea yeah it's a bad call um and i mean since i've been not pregnant and i mean i've had 
a little bit if we've gone like out, but for the most part, it just it, you know there's the other side of me too that's like it really doesn't add it like if I can't have enough to get drunk, it's like what's the point? Well, and getting drunk anymore is like a debacle. Like there was it was a lot two years two October's ago at this point. October, I think it was 2018. It was before I got pregnant. Uh, had suicide pact with a couple friends or cousins. We uh, just got uh, dark. Yeah, it did get dark, but it, w- it was going to a thing we didn't want to go to. We were like, okay, the three of us will go. We'll get inappropriately drunk, and then we'll go out afterward and we'll continue drinking. Uh, show tunes were sung. Lots of red wine was had. Inappropriately drunk. Um, <laughs> but the next day, I think that was when you went to New York. Yeah. I was just completely non-functioning. I laid on the couch, and I think I put on It's Always Sunny on Hulu and just let it fucking play until, like, you got home. Because I was like, I feel like I'm going to die. Let, let's and be I clear still, here. It was a Friday night, so that was a Saturday. I still felt like shit let, on let's be Let's be clear here. In the time it took Erica to recover from drinking, I had... From Chicago, gone to New York and back, and still she was not <laughs> recovered. <laughs> You're a great man, Bob. I am. I to be am. fair, he already had that planned. So then what was he going to do? Like sit around and watch me be miserable all day? Oh yeah, he was gonna ditch you either way. Yeah, which is totally fine. <laughs> you guys, you guys have been married for a while. It's not like you're at the start of a relationship, and he's got to make you, you know, make himself look good. Oh, I'm very supportive. No, I'll see you. Well, that's the Have other fun. thing, though. When I'm ha- when I'm like hungover, I d- d- I don't want to talk to you. I don't. I want to be left the fuck alone. If you're not bringing me water or some sort of carby, delicious like something to make Coke. me feel better, get the fuck out of my face. What? She would, she would like some Coke, Bob. Not Coke. Diet Coke. Not Coke, Coke Zero. Coke 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 Coke. Damn it. Now it, and a but, cheeseburger, preferably. Oh, and that's the thing. Like, I I despise being hungover so much that I just would rather not drink. I really, really would rather not drink. Uh, you really just don't have occasion to that much anymore. No, and, we, and really... And even before when we did drink a lot. Not a, we never drank, like, a lot. But even just sitting around the house. Like, you'd get home after work and crack open a beer. I'd drink maybe a fourth of it. And I'm like, okay, well, that was a waste. I'm just going to pour this out. Right. Like, I've never... Like, for me, drinking was always purely a social thing. Like, I'm out with people and I'm drinking. I, like, I, nev- I don't like to come home and sit down and have, like, a beer. Or even, uh, you know, I have my whiskeys that I like, but even then, it's really just special occasions. So, I mean, I've saved a lot of money <laughs> from not drinking, but, um, you know, since I stopped going to play pool, like... Well, that was your main. Yeah, I've really just kind of stopped drinking. You know, pretty much every TV show for a long time... It would be, you know, your Don Drapers of the world would go to work, they'd come home, and they'd have, like, a six-pack every night, you know? And you're just, like... And there are people like this out there. And you just think think to yourself, how are they functional? Well, they're pickled. (laughs) They're pickled at this point. They can't stop drinking or they will die. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good point, actually. 
<laughs> there are people like that who legitimately like their body is so used to it it's like their blood so if you take away your blood you're fucked I think it was Lewis Black who has a bit where he's talking about health and um, this is from a long time ago and he's talking about how there's this um, one of the oldest people in the world they, they're asking oh what's your diet and they're like what was it bread fried and fat back and a gallon of Thunderbird wine a week. And it's like, no, if you went to a doctor, the doctor would be like, you need to not have that anymore. But the moment they stop, and they would screwed. That's exactly what he said. Like, they'd be dead, like, in days. Go listen to Lewis Black stuff. He is a delight. Hey, you want to talk about Wrestle Kingdom 14? Sure, we can talk about Wrestle Kingdom 14. So we don't have to go over every match blow by blow, but my big... Bob leans back. I won't be needed for a while here. <laughs> well, to be fair, I, 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 you know, a lot of times I don't want to talk about wrestling, but I've at least watched what you guys are going to talk about. This time, I have not even watched it. So, yeah, sure. I really, I, I well, there's nothing I can add we, to this. We conversation. scheduled it around your schedule, so you wouldn't have to watch it, Bob. I did you a favor. <laughs> I'm just saying that's why I'm leaning back because I, 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 there's just nothing I can contribute. Look. As always, I must start this by saying Okada's the greatest ever. No one's even close. He's on a level so far beyond everyone else, it's ridiculous. And he's been sustaining that level for like five years. Yeah. No one has ever had a peak like this in pro wrestling. And now, to be fair, he's got an amazing roster to work with. Yes. I mean, you're really only as good as, you know who you have around you. I mean, because look at WWE, and I don't really anymore, but you have an amazing roster of, of people, but no one is used to in a way that... And maybe it is now. Maybe it's amazing now, and I'm just not watching because I'm it's not. hateful, I figured. But it doesn't matter. If you don't have good like stories and good booking and people who know what the fuck they're doing anymore, it doesn't... I have seen Okada squeeze a good match out of bad luck Fale. If he can do that, he could probably have a good match with anybody. Like you could probably throw him in there with Baron Corbin, and by the end of it, you'd be like, Baron Corbin's fucking good. Baron Corbin's a workhorse in there, man. God, I didn't know. It's like, no, he's not. But Kazuchika Okada is the fucking man. That's just how good Okada is. So anyways, there were two nights, and I don't know about you, I mean... I was fading a little bit at points. Like, I actually... I uh, fell asleep during the Jericho. Uh, I, I did. Uh, I think we both fell asleep oh, during Jericho. Oh, did you call that too? Okay. That's, that's the other shitty But I've thing actually nowadays. heard it was good. Okay, so I might have to go back and so, watch it. Jericho was on the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought... I, I, I thought that they were fighting with AEW. Okay, okay. So I will tell you about this, because this is amazing. Go ahead, Alex. AEW and New Japan do not have any sort of working relationship. However, a lot of the AEW guys, when they signed those contracts, had provisions in there that they could work for New Japan if it doesn't interfere with their AEW t- dates. Okay. So like Moxley, Jericho, Omega has this in his contract. I think they all do, actually, because they wanted that door to be open. Mm-hmm. Well... New Japan doesn't want to work with AEW. And they have, up until this point, it's like you're not even allowed to bring up AEW on the show. That's how it's been. Mm-hmm. 
So Tana Jericho shows up. With, but go ahead, go ahead, well, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. So Tanahashi, about a week or two, about a week before this match, cuts a promo and he talks about if I win this match against Chris Jericho, I'm going to go to New Japan management and request that we open the Forbidden Door, and I am granted an AEW title match. Like just the fact that the, it's like the forbidden door is is just like <laughs> like that's it's that's why i watch professional wrestling for that ridiculousness so that so i'll be referring to things as the forbidden door for the foreseeable future <laughs> because it's just amazing and i think he i think there was some confusion as to what the word translate into, translates into because it was either door or portal but either way both amazing yeah <laughs> So, actually, the door is cracked just a little bit open because Jericho did win, but he did say, I would still grant Tanahashi an AEW title match because obviously Tanahashi is one of the greatest wrestlers ever. But the door is cracked, and he did wear the AEW championship at Wrestle Kingdom, and they acknowledged it, and they talked they about it. They did talk about I was surprised, yeah. So, the door is open. But they don't have an actual working relationship yet. Well, and with ROH, and I had never been a huge follower of ROH, but from what I understand is it's kind of irrelevant now. It's totally irrelevant. I would think that New Japan would be maybe rethinking that relationship. Well, and I think part of that is because they lost, because um, I always forget the name of the company, but a company bought Sinclair. Yes, Sinclair bought uh what was it access tv from mark cuban which is what new japan had been on and when that happened because sinclair also owns impact they said okay we would love for you guys to keep your time slot on access but you're gonna have to work with impact and there is no way new japan is ever working with impact again because the last time they sent people over, like, on excursion to Impact, like, they sent Okada over there on his excursion. They wasted Okada. He was a complete geek in Impact, and they have never forgiven Impact for this. <laughs> like, Well, I mean... For obvious reasons. Right, like... So, when they said they weren't going to work with Impact under any conditions... Uh, you know, now Sinclair-owned Access TV was like, oh, shucks, we're canceling you. So now they have no American television, so I think that's part of the reason that it's like maybe we should work with New Japan or with AEW, I mean. Money's a hell of a drug. Yep. <laughs> Be stupid not to. And, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what they, we'll see what happens. Well, and, and it really would be interesting to know, like, did you will never get these details, but it would be interesting to see like when it all came out that they were doing AEW and everything. You're like, was anything done that really was kind of did anything go shitty. down in a shitty way, or was or was New Japan really just like this is actually a, a competitor to us that could be actually impactful to our business versus WWE, which really isn't. Um, we're not competing on the same level. So um, it would be interesting. But 
What was my understanding? And I've completely lost my thought. Well, I'll just cut in and say something did happen. I, I don't know. It hasn't really been talked about too much, but Kenny Omega has said something did happen when he went back to Japan a couple times where he got held up at the airport and they fucked with him a little bit and they tried to keep him out of the country. So something did take place and he hasn't really gotten like he did get in, but he basically they hassled him and he feels the hassling came from another source, you know, because you go from having no problems at all ever getting into Japan for like 10 years or whatever Mm -hmm. to suddenly you're not working for New Japan and you have problems, right? you know, so I think he feels or even knows, I don't know, because he hasn't really, like, given details, that something came from high up in New Japan or uh, the company that owns New Japan, something like that happened. Hmm. So there have been things like that, which is one of the reasons he's not happy with them. But at the end of the day, I'm sure he would still love to work with them just because their roster is so deep and it would be so great. Oh, and his man's still over there. I know. Kota Bushi, his golden lover. Right. I mean, look, I, I've always said all I want is one day Kenny Omega is standing in the middle of the ring with the AEW championship, talking about how he's beaten everybody, and you hear that coin drop and Okada's <laughs> music hits. And you know, no matter where they're at, no matter what they're doing, the place is going to go ballistic. So I just need that. I'm not I just need that in my like, life. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, no, I mean, so the main event of day one was Okada and Ibushi. It was fucking awesome. There was no way it wasn't going to be It bad. was the best show of both days, or right. best match of both days. Uh, Okada, you know, he's the best storyteller. Like, oh, and Ibushi was doing a good job, too. He's like, and they, they were talking about it on commentary, where he's he's like, you know, he's usually that pretty lighthearted whatever but then he's getting that really like far distant like the dead eyes the dead eyes and he's like fuck this i want this goddamn title yeah at one point he got the dead eyes and this is like a new abushi gimmick that he does in all his matches now i guess at some point where he feels no pain he goes away and he has no emotion <laughs> and he's someone else and he just started straight up punching okada it was glorious uh, yeah, he, he he was dead eyes until Okada dropped him on his head with a tombstone on the apron. I will say there was lots of, like, <laughs> upsetting bumps. Where it's just like, oh, that's your neck. Oh, that's your head. Oh, guys, guys, well, please. The one time, the worst one was on accident, too, where he went for the Pele kick. Yes. And I guess Okada was supposed to catch him. He just didn't like something happened like they weren't spaced correctly mm-hmm. or maybe he forgot. I don't know, but he didn't catch him. And so Ibushi just lands like straight on his head. Yeah, it was really upsetting. It's like, oh, Jesus but Christ. Luckily, the man's neck just doesn't seem to have bones in it. So it was all good. He's waiting for that to catch up with him. <laughs> He's like 37 and it hasn't yet. I love telling people Ibushi's age because he looks like he's 22. Well, right. Because you say that and people are like. What what have what have I done with my life? Abushi has, and this is like a positive and a negative stereotype, I guess. But Abushi has the Asian thing going on, where one day we're gonna see Abushi, and he's gonna instantly go from 
appears to be 25 his whole life, Ibushi, to he'll suddenly look like he's 80. <laughs> you know? And you'll be like, what happened? <laughs> like, we're going to see him. Like, it'll be like there will be a Wrestle Kingdom 25. And he'll look like he's 25. And then the next day, we'll see him again. And he'll be 80. And he'll be like, be wait, like, what the fuck happened? Oh, the thing happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Does that not happen, Erica? I don't know that I've actually seen a that progression before. This is real. This is real. This is whatever. This is a known stereotype. Whatever. It's all good. Anyway, that match is awesome. Uh... Takahashi and Will Ospreay was awesome. Will Ospreay is also right up there for the best wrestler in the world. He's so smooth. He's a bit of a douchebag, though, isn't he? Uh, they're all D-bags. That's I know, whatever. I know, I know. I mean, whatevs, but... Look, all I know is out there. he won a Twitter battle with Seth Rollins. And he's a way lesser D-bag than Seth Rollins I was. Say, is, that, is that a hard thing to do these days? I mean... I haven't really been poking my head into the WWE sphere at all because I just can't be bothered to care, but. I wonder what Becky sees in him. Maybe he's like a really nice guy when he's not on TV. Well, I mean, I would imagine, and I I have no clue. No one has any idea, but you're working for WWE. You've drank the Kool-Aid to some extent, and it's just you're you're one of the guys, so you feel that. I'm sure he takes on the fact that the ratings are flagging personally. Has there ever been a Kool-Aid at anywhere you guys have worked? Because the Kool-Aid at WWE sounds like it's fucking delicious. (laughs) Uh, When I worked for the labor union, there was a little bit of that there. WWE just sounds like it has the best Kool-Aid. It must. It's, It's called money. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was not called money at the labor union. Um, well, I mean, there there's a reality to any workplace. Like, if you're if you want to move up and have a career there, you got to drink the Kool Aid to some degree, to an extent. You know, but because if 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 you're ever gonna be if you want to be in a position of leadership where you could be representing, um, where you could possibly be representing the company outside of the office um you know they they need to know you're going to represent them in the way they want and 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 a lot of that is discretion i mean if like if you don't agree with what the company is doing but it's your job to represent the company you can't go out in public and just say hey this is stupid you, you gotta be well, still expecting to work for some right. company. Yeah, I don't think you have to. You, you don't have to do right. You shouldn't do that. But I think the issue is, is when you go out into public and you say the sky, the sky's green, and you look up and you're like, "Wait, it's blue." <laughs> well, I think I think the problem is that WWE is probably telling them they need to do this stuff. You can get a tortilla press for sixteen dollars. Thanks, Erica. Sorry. sorry, sorry. It's 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 got Brad written on it though, and do not touch. I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> I'd pay more for that. <laughs> does it have a bomb mom sticker on it? It doesn't. Hmm. That's that's fucking, o- that's only the KitchenAid mixer. Yeah. No, but you know it, it's it's. I think it, you see it with 
movies too. I mean, they they tell these actors they got to go out and sell the shit out of this movie, and they'll say whatever. They'll make them say whatever. But you know, if you want the paycheck, what I've appreciated though in recent times, and this is just in regards to like shipping and stuff, your uh, Oscar Isaac going out there and John Boyega to a mm-hmm. lesser extent, and just being like, "This is bullshit." Disney sucks. Though they've all kind of been doing that. Independent of, like, shipping. I know uh, Adam Driver was just like, you couldn't, like, yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm good. Thanks. Oh, there's enough money. He could say whatever he wants. Everybody has a breaking point, Alex. Everybody does have the breaking point. You start driving the dump trucks full of money up. I just think it's funny that they're all like, yeah, we're good. I think what's interesting about it, though, is you're down to five studios now. Because... Disney bought Fox. <laughs> they have to be careful about opening their mouths because it doesn't matter if they're a draw. You, it's not like there's a lot of other places to go anymore. Yeah. And, and can we just have the asteroid hit? Can that just happen? Can we reset? I would really like that. Unless, unless of course, Bob, you get to the point where you have fuck you money and you don't care. Well, here's the thing, though, Alex. All of those people have fuck you money. They choose. They choose not to live a lifestyle that enables that. Some, uh, some don't. But you know, not everybody's like you know living it up. Some right. people are smart with their money. But if you think about someone like a Robert Downey Jr., that guy's got to have he has unlimited money. money. Yeah, I mean, and Robert Downey Jr. sits there. He does the press tour. He doesn't rock the boat. Right. But I'm saying if he, he also didn't... does do little. Have you seen the trailers for that? Yes, unfortunately. Jesus Christ. But my point is, if he never wanted to work a day again in his life, he, didn't and have he to. wanted to say fuck you to Disney or whatever, he could do it. Yeah, he could. unless he decides to buy like a jetliner and spend all his money, <laughs> you know, could you always spend the money? Sure, you could. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, you could plow through a, a good chunk of money with and, a really bad cocaine and, habit and, and terrible friends. Also, but... who knows on these Star Wars movies how much Daisy Ridley or anyone else made because they're kind of like unknown people so mm-hmm. maybe they get them under favorable contracts when they first sign them onto those movies oh well and you, you sign a contract with disney they own you, you they they totally own you daisy ridley i could see being a little bit more oh i owe them something i feel like oscar isaac has been in stuff mm-hmm. and so has john boyega yeah and john boyega has been not in great stuff all the time but he makes money yeah, I, is he I, a draw necessarily? Are you going to a movie because right. of John Boyega? I don't know, and I'm probably saying his last name wrong. Whatever, I'm just throwing that out there too. <laughs> no, I I don't. You know, it's it's refreshing to to see actors come out and kind of be like, yeah, I'm not crazy about the way it went. Um, but you know, I do cringe a little bit when I hear it because like I, I like you I like Oscar Isaac especially all I'm saying I want to see him continue to work all I'm saying is I want the list I want his Ficrex that's all I want <clears throat> I haven't delved into that shipping community yet 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 and I need some recommendations I assume he has some good ones that's all I'm saying you know what was prob? I'm thinking about this. You know what was probably the funniest thing of both days of Wrestle Kingdom, the f- ten hours of Wrestle Kingdom we watched. Mm-hmm. So, Bob, when they when anyone comes out and they do the introduction, you know they pop up the nameplate, 
you know, oh, Okada comes out. They pop up the nameplate, and as his name is being announced, they kind of do like a double zoom in, you know? Like, they zoom in a little bit on his face, like it's like face and upper chest, and then they zoom in again on his face. So they do a medium close-up to a tight close-up. Right, and they do this for everyone that comes out. Well, it, I laughed out loud. I don't know if you noticed how hard I laughed, but when Peter came out, and now Peter Bob is uh, yes, I did this girl's this. this girl. It's this woman who's the fantastic ass. Her body is amazing. She wears no clothing. She has like a bunny mask on. She's just wearing, like the only like, women in, a woman in New Japan. Literally, literally, yes. <laughs> so she's wearing like a thong bodysuit. When she comes out, they pop up her nameplate. They introduce her. And they zoom in as tight as they can on their, her ass as you have ever seen anyone zoom in. I laughed hysterically. You did laugh very hard, yes. Because it was pretty fucking gratuitous. <laughs> like, okay, New Japan, let's calm down. Now, to be fair, in one of the matches, when one of the guys was getting their dick stomped on by another guy... They did also zoom in on that shot too. Mm, okay. So was it the tag? Yeah. Remember okay. when yes, they, they were do. at the end? They had the cups in and everything. Yes. But they yes. were doing that. They were on the ropes and they're doing the stomp. Yes. On the groin. That area. was like, how is this not illegal? But sure, New Japan. Sure. They don't DQ anything. They really don't. It's kind of amazing. I love Jay White. By the way, he's an amazing heel, and I, I know. If it was a WWE match, that Abushi Jay White match, I'd be pissed at the end, okay? Where there was all the interference. I mean, Ghetto interfered to a redonkulous yes. degree. But because it only happened on, like, his match, it's actually, like, kind of fun. Well, that's the thing. If I'm fine with most of what WWE does, it's the way they do it that's like, okay, why has every single match on this goddamn show had outside interference. We were talking about this when we were watching, I don't remember if it was night one or night two, but with New Japan, you, it doesn't feel like a long show. Because all the matches are different. Because everything is in a different style. Like you had the the really, you have like the really strong style matches, like what was it? Uh, um, Ghetto or uh, Goto and, and Kenta, uh, Kenta the absolute fucking shit out rocked. of each other. And then you have like the high flying stuff. You have... And it's just, it's always, it's always different. You have the submission heavy shit with Sonata and Zack Sabre Jr., which fucking rules. Well, they just spent a whole match going for pinfalls, which is awesome. Awesome. It was great. And it's like, okay, WWE has the WWE style of match. Mm -hmm. Right down to like, oh, the rest hold you're going to use? You're going to use a fucking headlock. I don't want to see anything else. We hate submissions here. Headlock city population, you motherfucker. (laughs) Question, since you brought up strong style. I assume, um, I haven't been following it, so I don't know, but I assume, um, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura is like top of the company, right? No. He went there to get a sweet paycheck (laughs) and go surfing on the weekends, and he's living his best life. That's all he can. He went there to retire. If that's the thing? He went there to retire. I don't hold it against him. Make your money, man. Okay. So we were talking about this Kenta Goto match. They straight up, Bob, beat the fuck out of each other. Goto I mean, also has the best entrance music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know who made... The guy who made... Uh, or I don't know, a woman. It could be either. I don't know. Whoever made Goto's music also did Naito's music. 
amazing. You can tell. Yeah. Because Naito's music fucking rocks too. So anyway, I was listening to, um, I think it was Tom Lawler, who used to be a UFC fighter, was talking about this Goto Kenta match. And he was saying they were slapping each other so hard in the head that if you had an actual real fight, you probably would have sustained less damage than these people did. <laughs> like, like, Bob, they were standing there and just unloading. It was really I don't great. know how they didn't both walk away with multiple concussions. And Kenta just looks so happy. He looks, well, he looks terrible, honestly. <laughs> like, he's still a good wrestler, but his body is destroyed. Eh. It looks good. Like the thing he's doing with his hair. The hair looks good. gray looks good. I, w- I was saying, Bob, if I had any drive at all, I would make my hair look exactly like Okada's because I am not the beautiful man that Okada is, but that hair would still look good. And Okada is a beautiful man. He is. He's you know what hair you should get, Alex? The early years Wes Bergman. Oh, are you talking about with the mohawk? Or yes. Whatever? That was terrible. The reverse mohawk? Or no? No. I'm thinking of something else. Maybe. Carry on. What's a reverse mohawk? That's when you shave down the center. Like oh, you have hair on oh, the sides. Yeah, oh, that's no. terrible. It looks fucking terrible. Yeah, no. It's that, a that was bad call. I mean, neither bad. one looks good. I, I will say it, you have to have a certain swagger and a certain style to pull off a mohawk. And I do not have that. No one at this table has that. It's a rare thing. You got to be a professional skier. It can be basically. achieved. It can be achieved. Hmm. Alex it seems has, skeptical. It also has to be able to look good if you don't have it spiked. But that's when you get the sad mohawk where it like folds over to one side. But if you and can you're like, like bald on one side. If you you're styling sad... it okay and it's like me, it's colored or something, it's possible. It's possible is all I'm saying. Huh. Rare, but possible. I think it's more likely that I would look good with Sonata's beard. <laughs> Sonata's got a bad beard. It's like, you're an attractive man. What are you doing to yourself? He used to do like the spiked up thing with his hair, look real good, nice clean shaven. I don't know what the fuck he's doing now, but it's very disappointing. It is funny, though, about New Japan how... They do play into the guys being good looking to such a degree. They know what's up. You know? Like, and that's why I think they have such a big female audience, and you can hear them when you're watching the show. I think that's part of it, but I don't. I think it's just viewed differently over there, too, yeah. right? It's not here. It's like, oh, you're a dumb hillbilly that has no teeth from the Midwest that watches professional wrestling. It's different over there. Yeah, there they're more like celebrities. Right. It's not, oh, you're a wrestler? Mm-hmm. It's just, it is it is so interesting because there's stuff like, okay, so I've been playing Devil May Cry 5. How are you finding it? It's it's fine, you know, I'm enjoying it. I'd say it's like, you know, if you're comparing it to games of its genre, mm-hmm. I would say the Ninja Gaiden games were much better. Um, I mean, that's... But uh, those are like, the first Ninja right. Gaiden on the Xbox 360, or, the, or no, that's original Xbox, original Xbox, actually. You know, that's, that's like... That's a long that's like, time ago. That's like one of the best, that's like maybe the best game of that genre ever, but... I'm I'm enjoying it, um, but it is funny that there's stuff that they do in these games because I guess because it's a Japanese developer that if people did this in an American-made game, I mean people would flip. 
Um, and it's just kind of accepted. Por ejemplo. Like, like, it's just stuff like, you know, the one woman is a blacksmith for you, but she's wearing, like, almost no clothing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's just like... I mean, I think there's also, like, certain shit just in video games that it's just like, we gotta pick our battles, folks. But I think they've... I think the video games have pulled back in a lot of ways. They have. They have. You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But the Japanese, they still don't give a shit. Like, like in fuck you, you're gonna like in Metal Gear anyway. Solid Five when they rolled out quiet with no clothing. Like, guys. And then the excuse was she breathes through her skin. Here's the thing. If you want to just you want a scantily clad lady, just don't 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 bullshit me. Okay? Just just you want the scantily clad lady. It's fine. It's fine. Just don't be. Don't don't lie. That's all I ask. Don't lie about it, man. Like we we know why she's there. Eh. Eh. Well, I don't know. I don't know why it's different game to game either. Because, for example, when I watch the trailers for this Final Fantasy VII remake, and obviously. Tifa is dressed completely ridiculously for what she's doing. Were people bitching about them making her boobs smaller, though? I, I thought know. I remembered. Th- I don't know. I haven't but, really paid okay, attention. I mean, they're, like, still huge. They're just not redonkulous. Well, like, and it's like, it gets, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, if you want to go, fo- like, find images of Tifa with enormous tits for you to jerk off to... You can find that yeah, stuff. I, I it's really it's safe not to difficult. say that's all over the internet. There's no way it's not out there, folks. You can find it. I believe in you. Well, that was like when Overwatch came out. Overwatch was like a boon to the hentai community. It's like all the women so in the So many game, characters. <laughs> they're all waifus, you know. So many characters. Yeah, but uh, it's like, yeah, that stuff's out there. I don't Tiff is still ridiculously proportioned i mean it's like it's just not crazy like it was like i i always remember that from i always remember seeing that video from the original final fantasy 7 where she's like floating through space or something and as she's floating her ridiculously giant boobs that are bigger than her head are like jiggling through the air somehow it's it's, it's like, at the end it's they're not floating through space they're they're uh uh you've just defeated sephiroth oh um, i deeply apologize for not knowing the lore it's all right don't worry about it we've only played this game like fifty thousand times because i distinctly remember it because the first time it happened i laughed my fucking ass my 12 year old so ass off because it was like are you serious and they're climbing up like a, a ledge and she comes up and it's just like Wah-poof! and you're like really japan <laughs> Really? Did, was that entirely necessary? But it is what it is. But Devil May Cry 5, having a good time with it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. When I notice what a lot of the Japanese developers are doing now, for example, with the newest Dead or Alive, mm-hmm. what they do is they, to like, stave off criticism, you know, they make the first outfit, like, a covered up outfit and you like, know gotta work and then it. their normal outfit that they've always had traditionally in the series with like all the cleavage or no clothing or whatever is like a special is unlock. like is like the alternate outfit you know yeah. so it's still there you just gotta you gotta work for it yeah <laughs> fidget games i love video games i appreciate that we're like 
allegedly talking about Wrestle Kingdom, but we're hanging all this other stuff on it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying. I'm, enjo- I'm enjoying the conversation. That's the great thing about this this podcast is there's no way we could ever stick to one thing. It's no. impossible no. unless it's the challenge. We right. can stick then to we're, the then challenge. We're laser focused. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only thing. <laughs> when does that new season start? By the by, I don't know. I haven't heard. I haven't heard. Not soon enough. Hopefully, I just can't wait for a season without Cara Maria. Oh, I'm so excited. I think it's funny that that's like the only thing we follow like episode to episode anymore. We we still need I'm I'm kind of trying to hold off as long as possible here before the next season starts. I still want to do a podcast where we kind of go over the last season and talk about how we think each person was on the season, how they did and everything. But we got to get special 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 guest we do we need to reach out see if we can't work out a time and make that shit happen yeah producer get on it working on it okay thank you well not right this second because i do think that would be a good podcast to do and you know us we could easily do like a good let me see 15 hours on that (laughs) see we just have to have like 30 minutes of other content so that the listener will the listener doesn't download rebel. it. Yeah. We'll, te- we'll tease him. <laughs> the challenge something else. and something else. Like, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to the other thing. You mentioned it for two seconds at the end. And we're done. And we're done. <laughs> there was nothing else. <laughs> you fool. Got you. Hmm. What else do we got? I feel like we're content light today. Well, we well it's, it's like it's January. January. There's nothing fucking going it's on. It snowed. Well, and I think it's one thing we talk about a little bit about um, is uh, how boring CES was this year. Um, I I was like scrolling through products just to see like what had come out, and it was like hey, snooze, 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 snooze. Um, the most interesting thing I saw was a was a laptop that was two screens. Um, so the the nor- where the screen normally would be, but then where the keyboard would be, there was another screen, and um, you you had in uh, a separate keyboard. Um, That's dumb. Well, I think it's dumb because of the where the hinges. The hinge is in the normal place. If the hinge was in the mid, like on the short edge, then you'd have a portable two-screen setup. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Um, but I, I just, uh, I, uh, eh. yeah, it's excessive. Very right. Like I, I don't like working on just my laptop screen, but I can when I need to. I always found it very difficult when I had to pop my laptop out. I hate laptops. And that I do like the one that we have mostly because I've been trying to get into some more digital like painting and stuff. And we have one that turns into a, a you can fold it and it becomes a tablet. That's been very, very handy. The thing is, there's no really good, comfortable way to use a laptop. And there's no. always a downside because if you want an actual comfortable laptop, you would need a gigantic screen. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, if you have a gigantic screen, now you have a gigantic laptop to carry around. Yeah. So there's no winning. You, that's why if you if, like, you need a laptop with a docking station. I, I, but I then at like that point, it's like you, you might as well just a, have a desktop. Right. Well, no, but think about. I mean, it, it depends on your use, right? Yes, like of you know, if you're just at home, 
most I think most people would be perfectly content with a tower, but um, you know, some people though they need a tower and a laptop and you know all the other tech. Well, but you know, for work, you know, I absolutely like I couldn't work on a tower at work. But I have a docking station, so... Well, and you're running all over the goddamn place at work, so... It right. I, I had a laptop at work, too, and I had a docking station, and I had a uh, two-monitor setup. Yep. Yeah, wor- work is obviously a completely different thing, because that's for your use case. That's whatever you need to do your job. Right. I'm more... I guess I'm more talking about from a home and personal use, because, you know, one of the things that happened is because cell phones got fucking gigantic... <laughs> They've completely killed the tablet market. So, you know, you used to kind of, you could feel like there was a use case for, say, a seven inch tablet screen when your phone was three and a half or four inches. Yeah. But now that everyone's phone screen is five and a half or six inches or even bigger, you know, if you're kind of just doing your general web browsing, your phone is totally great for that. You know, you can easily do it. I never use our our like the laptop or the desktop for just regular internet browsing unless I'm on it doing right. something else and I'm like let me check my email real quick unless so, you actually have to like interact with a form oh so, yeah so, like, something then like then you're that. right you want to sit down right and so exactly if you're but if you're gonna do more something that's more productivity oriented then you you go and you sit down at your desktop or if you know like. For example, I'm going to edit this freaking podcast. I'm going to do that on the desktop. Could I do it on my cell phone? Yeah, I'm sure I could. Do I want to? No. No. Right. No. I I mean, if I needed to cut down to just either a laptop or a tower for home use only, as much as I would want the tower, I it would be it would be hard for me to justify you in the tower monster. You went out like two years ago and yeah. spent six billion dollars on that tower. I think that's more four-ish years ago now. Yeah, I believe it was six. Might bi- be like I think five? I think it was actually six billion. Oh, excuse me. That's right. Yeah. We are immortal uh, beings that have been locked in a a tête-à-tête for millions and millions of years. That's true. Now that's that true. we've gotten on the same page again, <laughs> no, but technology is just boring now. I mean, for a yeah, long exactly. time, cell phones were super exciting because they were iterating so fast. Yeah. You know, on a yearly or a bi-yearly basis, they were. Um, they were iterating really quickly and everything was kind of exciting because of what was happening around cell phones. And now like everything's good enough. Yep. Like you could go buy a cell phone that's $300 and it would be great. And yeah, people yeah. still go buy a thousand dollar cell phone cause they're out of their fucking minds. But <laughs> Erica's <laughs> holding her hands up, but you gotta be honest with yourself, right? I like my iPhone. And I'm gonna keep. I'm not gonna buy the next like the yearly iterations. I'll keep it until the battery starts fucking up again. Yeah, but, but I mean, my point just is that you can. Let's say it was four years ago. You could not have bought a three hundred dollar cell phone like no, the right. Pixel Three A. Right. That's really good. You know. Yeah. And 
now you can. Yeah. But if you would have bought a $300 cell phone four years ago, it would have been a pile of shit. Mm-hmm. Now, I do wish there was like, um, I do wish there was a lower price point iPhone. Yeah. Like something in the $500 range. Versus, you know. Don't they have those or no? Uh, no. The C, the plasticky one? Uh, the, we're years past that. Do they not do that anymore? No. Didn't sell very well. <laughs> well, I think the problem with Apple is that you know, in general, people have slowed down re- refreshing their phones because they're because they, they got good enough. They got good enough. So, in order for Apple and you know all phone manufacturers to keep that same level of revenue um, with lower, you know, slowing sales, they have to increase the price of the phone. Yeah. Um, but. You know, I do wish there was a lower iPhone option, lower cost iPhone option, um, because I just, I just generally, and you know, I've tried, I've used Android in the past, and uh, I know, don't even start with United using stock Android. Like, I just generally like the way the iPhone works, and so I'd rather just stick with it. But it is such a hard thing because it is so much more expensive. And there's no reason for it. And I was thinking about this in terms of, you know, if you get away from the phones and you go to desktop operating systems. In the mid-2000s, like, through the mid-2000s, the best computer you could buy was Mac. Um, You did not have all the trouble with Windows um, that you did. Uh, it, It just, it really just worked. But by the time Windows 7 came around... Microsoft had just gotten it really good, like until they blew it again with Windows Eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, seven was oh, excellent. Oh, remember that? Remember Windows? 8? I managed to avoid Windows Eight. I went straight from seven to ten. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we ever had eight. Uh, my parents had accidentally installed it on one of their devices. Oh no! If memory serves, and yeah. it was just like, what did you guys do? <laughs> This ran. This well, that's was when fine. they thought what that the they, they, that's when they thought everything was going towards touchscreens. Uh, yeah. yeah. So they went. So, but now with Windows 10, I mean, Windows 10 is great. Yeah, it works well, really Windows, well. Windows 10 is essentially just a revision of seven. Yeah. Well, and now when Microsoft's kind of to, you know, they're not doing really major versions of Windows yeah. anymore. So they just do feature updates every once in a while. Yeah, and because it, it, they don't need to, and. You know, if if whenever somebody tells me now I need to buy a Mac, I'm why I don't understand. No, you don't. It, it's it's a waste of money. It's a total waste of money because I I would um you know I gave uh, my Mac to my dad. I think my brother has it now. Um, and uh, because I just wasn't using it. every time I would go and use it, I just said, you know what it's just. What is this buying me? It's not really buying me anything. I mean, granted, it was also really old and was slowing down. Yes. But. Um, it was just taking up space in the house. Yeah. And it was just, but it's like, there's nothing on, there's nothing that I can do that I would do on a Mac that I can't do on a PC for a fraction of the price. Yeah, unless you're one of those people who's absolutely in love with, say, Final Cut Pro, and you can't work on any other video editing platform. Right. But, I mean, you really could. You would just have to learn something else, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and it's yeah. interesting because, uh, you know, 
over the last several years, Apple has really decoupled the iPhone from the Mac. I mean, in the early days of the iPhone, if you didn't have a Mac, like you just could not sync anything to your phone. If it wasn't on the phone or through the app store, it was a huge pain. Um, But I mean, anymore, the iPhones just exist on their own. And, you know, that's as much due to cloud um, availability as anything else. But uh, I like it's perfectly fine to, to use an iPhone with and have a PC now. So I, I just don't know who's buying Macs right now. Well, People I don't who even, still think you need to do all design work on them. I don't even know who really goes out and buys a new computer or the parts for a new computer unless you're a gamer or someone who, like we said, does like photo or video editing or something like that, you know, like or stuff that actually be. requires power. Yeah. Right. Um, but... You know, if you're like most people, if you just want something to browse the internet on and do mm-hmm. some word processing or something like that, you could just buy a $300 pile of shit, you know, and it's not even really a pile of shit. Right. It just would be if I was like, you know, wanted to play a game or something. What I think is kind of incredible is, you know, I, I rebuilt that PC. I think you're right, Erica. I think it was about four years ago. It was, it was six right billion right after we moved in here. I right. won't even listen to this blasphemy. So fucking bullshit. So, you know, for sake of making the the factual argument, um, well, you know, the when I built that, I built it with almost top of the line part. It wasn't the bleeding edge, but it yeah. was still pretty damn good parts. And that PC, four years later, will still run contemporary games really well. Yeah, though that's because processor advancement has slowed down so much. And also, you know, because the consoles have been out for such a long time and they weren't that powerful when they came out and, you know, most games are being developed for all the platforms in mind, games aren't going to, you know, really push the envelope too far with graphics Mm -hmm. because they need to be able to run on an original Xbox One and a PS4. Well, and and there's also a kind of a truth to it that... um, unless you're a maniac and you're buying 4k gaming monitors you're still you know hey, most stardew valley looks great on that shit <laughs> we're still um in undertale fucking mind-blowing <laughs> you're still rendering uh to uh to a 1080p monitor you know like you you they haven't they haven't there hasn't been a need really to push that boundary for resolution. Um, and look at like professional gamers, even they're just, they're using 1080 monitors. You know, they're not going to 4k. Uh, I don't know what they're using. I mean, they're, I know they're obviously using the monitors that hit the highest refresh rate possible, right. um, with the lowest input lag and the least motion blur. I know that's what they're focused on, but as to what resolution those monitors are in, I don't know. Uh, there's no way they're running 4K. It's probably 1080 or 1440p. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's no advantage to it. I mean, because those guys, they don't care. They care about winning the game, which means they're not, you know, they're not running at Yeah, they're cranking the all the settings down to the minimum right. to get the highest 
refresh rate possible and the lowest amount of input lag. Yeah. So, so no, it, it it's interesting because, you know, the traditional wisdom would have been, oh, I, I built this great PC and like a year later it's, it can't run the latest Gabbage. games. But. Oh, you're right. And it, it, what will be interesting to see is when the PS5 and the Xbox sex come out is if the envelope is pushed again, you know, because once all the developers know, okay, here's the new baseline, you know, now we have this amount of power to work with on the consoles. Now we can really push the PC games to the next level too, because we don't have to worry about scaling down so dramatically. Well, what I think is what I'm concerned about though, is, you know, it came out, in the last two weeks, couldn't tell you exactly when that um, Xbox X uh, exclusives are only are not going to be forever. That most games are going to be able to uh, port back to a one. Uh, but they, they said for a few years it'll be like that. Yeah, but I mean that they could be. It, it'll be that, interesting. That's their, that's it, their first party, though. It, it'll it'll be interesting to see if. Microsoft give you know how how they how they work that with the developers because here's the thing if you're you're giving that flexibility that's that is you know a consumer friendly thing but if if you're a third party developer um you know you again you're going to build to the lowest common denominator because you want it on the, the you want the biggest inst- to sell to the biggest install base. Realistically, for the first year or so, you can pretty much assume all games that come out are going to come out for the current generation as well as the next generation because you have that huge install base and you're not just going to cut yourself off from selling to those people. Cuz like I'm a fucking lunatic, right? I'm going to run out to the store, I'm going to get the newest thing. I'm crazy. There's only, you know, a few million lunatics like me, whereas for the PS4 and the Xbox One, each of them has like a, you know, 70 million, 80 million, whatever it is, install base. Right, solid lunatic base. Yeah, of people who can buy your game. Right. Well, I assume you have yours pre-ordered already. You can't pre-order them yet, Bob. I don't believe it. And I'm sure GameStop would take your money. Yeah, so they can never give it back when they go out of business. So I was uh was chatting with my brother um the other day and he called me and he's like, Hey, I'm thinking about buying a switch, you know, should I wait? Should I buy now? I was like, If you're gonna buy a switch, just buy it because you're never gonna get any really good sale price. Black Friday, you might be able to bundle an extra game in, but right. that's N- about Nintendo it. Nintendo stuff doesn't really go on sale. Yeah, like maybe you'll get like 20, 30 bucks off. It won't be some gigantic sale. Right. So just if you're going to buy it, buy it. And then he's going in about, you know, oh, well, you know, and I've got like GameStop credit. And I was like, you cash that shit in now. Don't wait. <laughs> Don't sit on that, man. <laughs> if I was going to go get a Switch, I think I would get the one that's handheld only and it's made out of plastic. You know, I was at the Switch Lite. To that me, thing looks nice. Just because I have, I think I played the Switch maybe twice on uh, on the TV. Docked, yeah. I would do the handheld for sure. 
See, but then you get people like me who don't really care for handhelds too much, so I, I prefer it in the docked mode. I, I mean, I don't look. I don't really play anything handheld either, but I'm just saying if I was going to choose between the two models, it just seems to me like from everything I've read and what I've seen that the handheld, the one that's handheld only, looks to be like more solidly built. Hmm. Could be. I don't know. Um, he was considering between the, the handheld and um, or the light and the normal. and um, You went with whatever was cheapest? Well, no. he The the folks at GameStop evidently convinced him to go for the um, the the bigger one. So I listen to them, but he won't listen to you. No, no, no. Well, and then he texted me and said, hey, do you want, should I buy the two-year protection plan? I was like, they're not going to be here in two years. So, No. Don't don't waste your money. But no, I mean, so he bought it promptly, right? <laughs> well, the funny thing is, he used to be a salesman. He used to sell those things. He knows they're bullshit. You should never buy a protection plan for something you can't afford to live without. For something, I I don't know if that made that came out correct, but I think everyone knows what I mean. Or what you do is you have a backup plan, like if your Xbox One X's hard drive fails for the second fucking time you just go over and you steal someone else's xbox one x for a month (laughs) (laughs) hey whatever gets you through man yeah i don't know i mean there are like a few rare circumstances where you could um you can justify the insurance um or the extended warranty but you know by and large it's just a waste of money. By the way, ever since that happened, I have loaded exactly zero games onto the internal hard drive because that fucker <laughs> needs to make it until the new system comes out. <laughs> Two hard drives failed in a year, Erica. Can hey, that's, you believe it? That sounds like something that would happen over here. That's crazy. Speaking of hard drives, something that did come out of CES that was um, of moderate interest, Samsung says... They have SSDs coming that will never fail. And what they mean by they will never fail is, they, oh, well, no, they'll fail, but they'll fail gracefully. Like what? They'll get slow? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they won't just stop working one day. They'll like something will. They'll degrade. Yeah. Well, at least then you'll have time to get your stuff off. Yes. I mean, it's an improvement, but it's like, don't call it never fail. I mean, realistically, for consumer usage, these SSDs that are out now, they're not going to fail from like, you know how they say like they can read or write a certain amount of times. Yeah. That number is astronomical. <laughs> like it really only comes into play if you're running like servers. Like you wouldn't run a server off an SSD. Right. Because you'd be, you know, taking things off and on so much that you would wear it out. But just for your general home usage, you're not going to it's not going to happen in a time where you wouldn't have just replaced it anyway. Yeah. Unless it's you. Yeah, then it'll fail. Yeah, that like that three times yeah. and Yeah, it sounds about right. Oh man. But then we would get to go to have a a super creepy experience with a Best Buy employee. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> would you like me to fondle you? What? Hey. <laughs> I notice you're bending over and looking at that shelf. I'm going to stand right behind you. 
and speak hey. like this. Oh, that was fun. Take the controls. <laughs> Hulk. Hulk. You're hitting the L too hard. I did hook there. Hook. Hook. <laughs> so, Alex, you watched the Grand Tour? No. You know what it is? Yeah. I've just, I don't know. It's like I've lost interest in cars. I don't know why. I don't give a fuck about cars. I like when they do their excursions. Yes. Um, so they did They did this one, their latest special. They mm-hmm. went to Cambodia and Vietnam. But they did boats instead of cars. Um, and Richard Hammond shows up on a speedboat from a Hulk Hogan movie. And I know nothing more about that boat than that, but it was called Razzle Dazzle. Is is Richard Hammond, that's the short one, right? Yes. He's tried to kill himself so many times. <laughs> yes. Like, he's active. Like, I don't know what's wrong, but he is actively trying to kill himself. He, he well, he had he had the, um, the crash in the dragster at like 300 some miles an hour. It is astonishing that he is alive after that. Yeah. Then he crashed the Vivian. Um, the fireball in Croatia, I think it was. Yeah. Ooh, that was bad. Well, they got that one on camera. They don't show it, but they got that one on camera. Well, what I the what aftermath, I, at least. What I appreciate is um, they they just make a joke of it on the show. Well, we well, can't you, let Richard drive. Well, you yeah no, you since you lived, you don't have any debilitating injuries. It's like, you you're know, okay. We can joke well, it's about like when it. someone falls over and it's like, oh shit, are you all right? You're okay. Yeah, yeah, I tripped. I slipped. I'm fine. I'm all right. Okay, oh, you stupid funny. fucking asshole. What the hell's I the do, matter with you? We're on a walk. I get, I do, uh, evidently though, he does get really defensive. He does not want anyone talking about the dragster accident. Evidently that just brings it back for him. But pretty much imagine, everything else. I would imagine you have a little bit of PTSD after something Yeah, probably. Like just, just a smidge. Because they never got, like, that's like, I can't even find clips of that anywhere. No, I don't think so. It's yeah. been eradicated. Yeah. Well, it was bad because he, he did the first run fine. It was on the return run that um, things went south. So, And that shit's dangerous. Um, the the woman who used to work on Mythbusters died. Um, Not the woman you're thinking of. The no, other woman. The blonde. Scotty. The blonde woman. Who was uh, on the earlier seasons. Yeah. Um, she was doing a... Uh, it wasn't a dragster, but it was a, a high-speed test on one of the salt flats. Um, yeah. It turns out going really fast can be uh, dangerous. Sonic the Hedgehog lied to us. <laughs> when is that piece of shit coming out? That's February, soon, I isn't think, it? Yeah. Uh, pencil that in. I really don't think that's going to be bad. Alex, I have... I, I don't know if it'll be bad... What? I want it to be at le- at the very least moderately entertaining. I would like to be surprised. Pleasantly Look, surprised, even. All I'll say is I'm still not convinced the whole thing wasn't a marketing stunt, but they did react to criticism of the design, and they made it dramatically better. Which now, I kind of feel like they made it intentionally bad to get people talking about it, and then they were like, oh, here's the... Fixed version. I mean, that's that's certainly a strategy. Um, I I don't know. I, I I the trailer to me looked entertaining enough, and it is as we've 
Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, I will say. He is swinging for the fences. It's inspired casting. Look, as we know with, with movie trailers, if the trailer is bad, the movie's really in trouble. Because the people who do the trailers can make just about any turd look good. Just about. So, if the trailer is bad, you're really in trouble. And I thought the trailer was fine, so it might be okay. I would like to be pleasantly surprised. It's a children's movie. It's not going to be like... Oh, no, Alex, I don't have a... I will sit and watch a children's movie. I I don't care about that. The one thing I will say about it is it's kind of... I actually hope it's not a children's movie because... Really, who are you? Who should you be marketing this to? You should be marketing it to me and you, thirty-year-olds, yeah, right? Because that's the people who remember Sonic right. in his heyday. Young people now do not give a no shit one, about Sonic. In the last like ten years, there hasn't been really anything Sonic that's been really good. So, who would give a shit about Sonic that's like twenty years old? But you can make a general audience's movie that appeals to everybody. I, I would say, look at Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. That was delightful. Oh, I never watched great. that. It was actually I I found it enjoyable. Here's a, here's the question: In the video game movie Pantheon, is it better than Resident Evil? Ooh, I haven't watched that first. Remember, Resident remember Evil when the guy was in the hallway and all the lasers came together? Oh, and he's he's like moved. Yeah. Out, he's, he's managed to avoid all the other ones. And the things like, oh, not this one, motherfucker. And here's it does the, a grid. It does the crosshatch. Yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that. That first Resident Evil movie was actually good. It's watchable. Yeah. All the other ones aren't. No, I think I saw the sequel in the theater, that. and it was like, oh, and we're done. After that, it was just like uh, Mila Djokovic or whatever her name is kills people. Just like, cashing those it. checks, baby. <laughs> it's like all of them. It was like five of those. Just Mila killing people. The first one was serviceable. And with video game movies, I feel like there, there, it, there just is a very low bar. I mean... Oh, yeah. It is what it is, right? What? Okay, so I think I, I don't know if one. I was talking about this with you guys or someone else, but what are the best video game movies? I mean, Mortal Kombat, objectively, is oh, not a yeah, good yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Mortal Kombat is by far the best video game movie. <laughs> yeah, because it's not a good movie, but I love the shit it's, out it. Of comes it comes back around. It's so bad. It's fun bad. That it loops back around and it becomes really good. It's fun bad. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. That and shitty Goro puppet? Oh, Alex, it's right where you want to be. Enjoy this meal as if it were your last. Shank's son is gold in that movie, He's man. He's glorious. <laughs> He's selling every line. Liu Kang, <laughs> your brother's soul is mine. Just let me gnaw on this scenery just a little bit more. As he like holds his head just up. Just give me a little like, more. Just a little bit more. The CGI was so bad. Oh, it's terrible because you're like 94? Was Goro stop motion? Because he kind of feels like he was a stop motion puppet or something. He's a puppet, but he's not stop motion. It's a okay. dude in a suit. Okay. Doing his best. <laughs> Which isn't very good, but he's trying. Um... Resident Evil, I haven't watched it in probably like 15 years. I'd say serviceable. Um, Do you remember Doom? That movie was awful. Do you you remember Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within? Alex, let me tell you about the emotional journey that I went on with that movie. When I was young, I, I used to write letters. I wrote a letter to Squaresoft after I finished Final Fantasy VII, told them I loved the game. Thank you very much. You should make this into a movie. Got a response back, actually. I don't think I still have it, but I did. It's some bullshit. They sent yeah. you some merch. Whatever. Fine. 
flash forward, you know, a couple years, and they're like, we're making a Final Fantasy movie. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's fucking rad, man. I wonder which game they're going to base it off. This is going to be great. Get there, and you're like, what, um, what, what? Why? I thought it was okay. I have not seen it since I've watched it in the I theater. I haven't watched it in a really long time. I think I have the DVD if you would like to watch it. I actually would be interested in revisiting because I think going back and being removed from one being an idiotic, you know, 12, 13-year-old, 14, 15, however old I was when the when the movie came out and being very disappointed because it wasn't exactly like the thing I wanted, uh, getting some distance from it. I think I, I it's worth a rewatch, I would say. Hot dog, we've got an episode of After the Movie for me to guest star on. Final go. Fantasy, The Spirits Within. <laughs> I think we're doing it. Um, hey, What other video game movies are there? By the way, do you know who voices the main character? Is it Ming-Na? It's Ming-Na. That's my girl right there. Hey, not a video. There's a lot of shut up. There's a lot of random like voice actors in that movie. Like yeah. fucking not uh, uh, James Woods is in that movie. Fucking Alec Baldwin does a voice in that movie. You don't get to talk. You don't get to podcast, talk. Go fuck Bob. yourself. You just sit there and look pretty. That's your job. Um, the beard could be more Sonata like, but it's okay. No, you leave your fucking beard alone. The beard is fine. The beard is perfect. No look Sonata up, beards in this house. Sonata. Bad, bad beard. Just copy it. Just why one day walk <laughs> in and Erica will be like, Sonata. <laughs> oh yes, I will definitely mistake Bob for Sonata. Like, what, what fucking, like, dimension-hopping, timey-wimey bullshit just happened up in here? We get to go on an adventure. Cool. What are the other video game movies? Throw some out there. The Mario Luigi, the Mario Brothers movie. That one's rough. I haven't seen Ooh. that in forever. It's been a minute since I've watched that one. Wasn't there something more recent, though? There was the World of Warcraft movie. Did not see that. I didn't see it. It looked terrible. That Maybe was by Bowie's son, wasn't it? Yes. He has a name, but we're not going to bother. I think it's Duncan something. He made Moon. Moon he was good. He did make Moon. Um, Doom was terrible. People, Doom Raider. People, people say they liked the first person thing in the Doom movie. I was like, that was like the worst thing in the whole movie. No, I enjoyed it's it. moderately. Like, it's something. I never saw that new Tomb Raider. I, I didn't just watch like, it either. I'm not like, okay, so I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, you need to look like the character or you need to look like you're, you know, somewhat the like, you know, anything similar. No, it's an adaptation. But, it doesn't have to be like, oh, she doesn't look exactly like Lara no, Croft. This movie is a failure. But Alicia Vikander, whatever her name is in that movie, she weighs like 60 pounds. <laughs> like she's, her arms are thinner than my wrist. Like it's like, there's no So the way. believability wasn't there it's, for it's, you, it's, Alex? It's not even close. <laughs> like I don't need it to be like, okay, like when they did the ones, okay, speaking of video game movies, those two, ter- was it two terrible ones with Angelina Jolie? I never saw those. I mean, those were fucking awful. And yeah, she looks the part or whatever, but those movies were still bad. Um, but it's like, like- there was one more recently that like was a decent adaptation and it was like, oh, okay, this isn't terrible. I will say we we suck because we've forgotten a couple. Like what? Double Dragon. That's I don't a long ass time ago. Know if I ever saw that, That's Street like, Fighter. 
Oh, that's awful. Oh, that's that, awful. That's kind of fun. Pet, though. <laughs> Raul <laughs> Julia. Nas in that too. She is. Raul Julia is having a fucking blast in that movie. Wasn't that his last movie? It was. I think he said he like made that for his kid or something. Yep. He knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> He's like, having a good time though. He's not on that scenery. Uh, more recently, Rampage. I don't think I saw that. Did I, you watch that on a plane? It's bad. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Assassin's Creed, which I didn't see. Did not bother. Nope. Hitman. Didn't I didn't bother. see it. Need for Speed, evidently. I didn't see it. That's with, uh, what's his name from Breaking Bad? Um, The Jake Gyllenhaal jaunt, Prince of Persia. No. Tekken. Wasn't he an Asian? Wasn't he in um, Assassin's Creed as well? No, you're thinking of uh, Michael Fassbender. Uh, yeah. Tekken, no. I know, I know there was a Dead or Alive movie. Uh, Max Payne. I didn't see that. The Marky Mark up in that bullshit. Yeah, the trailers for that actually looked like they kind of like hit the tone, but I didn't ever see it. Didn't bother. Now we've got so, we got more um, coming up. Uh, we've we of course talked about Sonic. Evidently, there's a Monster Hunter movie coming. That sounds like something that'll only come out in Japan. Um, Uncharted. Yeah. We've been uh, talking about that for a hot minute, haven't they? Yeah. A new Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, Why? No. I also feel it like they've been talking about that for only, a hot minute. It, there's no way it could live up to the original. Forget it. I mean, obviously, of course, there was also the Mortal Kombat Annihilation movie, which was actually just bad. No, that's just a straight-up bad movie. I, Alex, I, I, I enjoy really, really bad movies. Oh, it is, it is known in this house that we enjoy a shitty movie. But... Like, I once sat down and watched Terminator Genesis for some reason. I still don't know. I could have done that literally yourself. anything else, and I chose to do that. I turned on Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and I turned it off within five minutes. Oh, you didn't get through it? You got to watch the whole thing. No. It's so it's bad. So oh, it's bad. terrible. It's, I, Erica, I've never never seen anything as bad i was in college i couldn't i had really bad insomnia in college i like didn't sleep at night it was on on tbs at like three o'clock in the morning and that was how i is spent the my end evening of, is like the end of that movie where shao khan and Liu kang turn into like giant cgi monsters they do the animalities yes and it looks terrible yeah it's like reptile in the original looked so bad Oh, the Monster Hunter movie uh, stars Mila Jovovich. Of course it does. Um, it's being uh, uh, written and directed and produced Paul, by her husband. Paul yep. W.S. Anderson or whatever his um, name is. Of course, this all makes sense now. It, it also starring Tony Ja, whoever that is. Uh, Tony Ja is fucking, are you kidding? I don't know who that is. Tony Ja is an amazing martial artist. Okay, well, I don't follow martial what, arts. You know so we gotta, you know we gotta, what? what are those I'm movies I'm bringing called? over Ong Bak. There it is. Yeah, we got to watch those. There's like, what, three of them? The, there are, the other two are terrible. Okay, the bring first the first one. one we'll watch really it. Good. There you go, Alex. You got another after the movie. <laughs> Here you go. We'll do a combo episode. T.I., Ron Perlman, hey. and hey, Ron then two Perlman's other great. jabronis. I don't know. But... You just call people jabronis. That's yeah. my word. You yep. can't use that. I use it just to annoy him because he uses it. You I keep use... calling people jabronis, and that's text... like really er- cool. Erica, he texts me. He texts me to come in the house through the garage because he's in the garage, and I pull up to the house, and the garage isn't open. 
So I'm like, open the garage, jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> so right after like uh, 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 It's Always Sunny came out all those years ago, uh, I had a couple friends who were watching. Oh, one friend, uh, my buddy Sheila was watching it. And she started like peppering the word in and I was like, you don't watch wrestling. What, what, what is this? Where What's going this on? From? Where did you pick that up from? I demand to know. Jabroni is a word you use to describe marks. Are you a mark? Are you a fucking mark? <laughs> Shut up, jabroni. <laughs> uh, what was on that? What was I watching the other day? Kung Fu Hustle. You ever see Kung Fu Hustle? No. It's a delightful movie. It is a little much for me. I, I forgot how much I enjoy a movie that is just like fighting with just plot kind of like dressing on, on top of it. I got to go back and watch like all those Jackie Chan movies. Like I, I got to start watching more of that shit. Oh, that's like Ong Bak. It's just all like we're just going from set piece to set piece. Oh, no, I'm there for that shit. There's I love nothing that. linking it together. It's just like, oh, we've decided we're going to fight here now. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the movie. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking of then. Not Jumanji, because that's not a video game. No. You know, this whole uh, conversation made me think of another movie that's not a video game movie, but might as well be because it's so bad, allegedly, because I haven't seen it. Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah, that's one I'm never going to sit through, because it's just like, one, why? Why torture yourself? Two... I think I did watch that a long time ago on HBO or something, and it was awful. Because you just you're looking at it and you're just like, we got high school and like what? I'm, they, I'm sorry, they, they didn't even get close. It and it's like, it's just like, why? Like, mm. I think there's the possibility of doing a live action Dragon Ball Z movie, but it would have to have an enormous budget. Enormous budget, and really, really good, good cast, good directing. Good directing. You need somebody that throw Guillermo del Toro in there. He'd do a good job with that. Um, no, you can't just throw Guillermo at everything. Yes, you can. No, <laughs> who you Pacific got? Pacific Rim, fucking sucks. You suck. Fuck you. Um, you'd have to have really good casting, decent script, and you would have to be. You need to just go for it. Who would you cast as Vegeta? Like, like that's like an impossible question. Like, you know who comes to mind? Who pops to mind? Tom Hardy. He can do anything. Ooh. You need a great actor. That's a good call, Alex. Hmm. Yeah, I could get into that. Who are you casting as Goku, though? Well, what you do is for Goku, you make it DiCaprio, and then you just get Christopher Nolan to direct the thing. I mean, <laughs> that's what we're doing. You basically just get the cast of Inception. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Quirlin. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm here for what's that. Her, what's her face is Bulma? Uh, no, no, no. Henry Cavill as Goku. No, he doesn't yes. have. he doesn't yes. have the lightheartedness. Yeah, he might. No, see, you have to. You can't do DiCaprio as Goku. Goku is DiCaprio would get there for you. (laughs) Goku is a very complicated character because you have to be able to capture a person who does want to save people, but 
he really wants to blow up half the world. That's at the first priority. First. Exactly. The first priority is having a good fight. <laughs> oh, we're saving everybody. Okay, that that's just kind of like a nice bonus. Yeah. Christopher Nolan's Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that movie wouldn't be amazing. I just said I was here for it. You got everybody from like the verse. They like, throw Matthew McConaughey in there. Why not? What other fucking movies has he done? Who would be Frieza? Who are you casting as Frieza? I think you'd have to have a woman. I'm down with that. Even though it's a man. But mm-hmm. Lena? Hmm? Lena? I think Lena might be a little too obvious. I might go a little older. Mm. I might grab like Judy Dench or something like that. Oh, Judy Dent, yeah. Cause she like, yeah, she's she she go there for you. This is ridiculous, and I really want it to happen now. I'm gonna be really sad that this is not the universe that we exist in. I would love for there to be a really good Doom movie because it should be so easy. Well, that's you know? like all of this shit. Like, I don't think it would be hard to make a Halo movie. I don't think it would be hard to make a Bioshock movie. Like, it's all there for you. You know, you have I to think do some, some of those would be hard. You do have to do some adaptation, but if you just kind of follow along with what the 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 fucking movie or the See, game gives you. But for something like I'm just talking about for something like Doom, you don't even need a plot. Like it's just like we're gonna go to hell and kill a bunch of demons. Mm-hmm. You know what you should do? You just have Keanu Reeves and his director from John Wick do it. I'm because <laughs> that's a guy who likes to shoot things. Well, it's basically, oh, we need the thing. Where is the thing? The thing is in hell. Let's go get the thing. Their trip story. No. We're off to the races. Doesn't need to be complicated. See, this thing with Bioshock, there's so much to Bioshock. I feel like it's easy to... But you could distill that down with somebody who could actually adapt shit. I think Bioshock would be a better TV series. Ooh, yeah. Give me like six seasons on HBO. Yeah. I'm here for that. I wonder why HBO hasn't really made any video game shows, you know, like Well, they didn't really do any fantasy stuff until they did Game of Thrones, so who knows, you know? I know, it's, it's, not- it's crazy. And I guess I guess Netflix has gotten into it a little bit, but of course, like, where is my goddamn Mass Effect trilogy? You're never getting it. I wouldn't even want anyone from. I don't even know who I would put in charge of that because EA has bungled it, so I don't trust them. Who do you even like? You'd have to have some big screenwriter who's a huge fan of Mass Effect. There would have to be the love there. Mm-hmm. In order to do that. Yes. And if you didn't have the love, it'd be like, you need to be nowhere near this. Mm-hmm. Go ave. 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 Remember mm. how we were talking about Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah. I told you we'd fill two hours. Do you guys have anything else? I was pleased to see Hiromu back. Yeah. What if good. you put the Wachowskis on it? See, here's the problem with the Wachowskis. They you, can't work within a budget? You need to have someone to kind of rein them in. Yes. You know, they need a good editor. Yes. You've got a good editor, a good producer, I feel. They'd be like, mm, let's, let's come back a little bit on it. Mm-hmm. Then, sure, I would give it to you. 
Because I'm just trying to think of who who out there right now could do a really good space epic. And I don't know the answer to that. Certainly not Disney. No. By the way, we I have am, to plan something. I am flip the table. Genuinely enjoying Izzy in her onesie that's like a size too big for her still, so her arms <laughs> can't get out of it. So that's she's the, just like it's a really weird thing about like baby clothes is it's like either the arms are like really, really short and so they're like like a three quarter sleeve. Or they're so long that it's like, by the time she gets like that big, she's not going to fit in this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't fit in the preemie stuff anymore. Like we tried and she's like exploding out of it. So we had to move up to the newborn stuff. Yeah. You kicked off your blanket. Fuck that blanket. <laughs> I don't know if any of that's picking up. Yes, it is. Awesome. Baby noises podcasting in 2020 (laughs) get ready for a lot of this (laughs) we have the extra mic we can mic her up there we go (laughs) there we go if you're gonna do it do it properly i wonder if like her mother she would have an issue actually talking into the microphone probably (laughs) yeah but she's not gonna you know slam her hand on the table Alex, I gotta use the space. That's the best (laughs) part of this show, and the only reason I'm not doing it is because your daughter was sleeping. You're welcome. (laughs) And you still did it. I did not do it. Several times on this episode, you did slam slam on the table. I did not. Not one time. I I noted my hand on the table. I don't recall any slamming. I I mean, I've done this a couple times. I've done this a couple times. You consider that a slam? It picks up. I'm not saying okay, it doesn't pick up, Erica, but it's, then, it's not, not a slam. But no, you did this episode. No, I didn't. I yes, should tell you. I could tell you the whole time I've been holding my hands like this real tight <laughs> to make sure I wouldn't. I, I can't wait until you're editing it. My whole life is just about making other people happy. About it. That's And upsetting. there is no way. <laughs> there is no way I would slam my hands on this table because I care too much about the audio quality. Fidelity, Bob. I'm getting back to analog. All right, we got anything else? <laughs> I'm done. We we went so hard in the latest episodes. We can do one where it's like only an hour and a half. Right, we're phoning in today. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom was pretty good. Go watch it. It was awesome. I loved it. Let me think. Anything else? Anything else you Jay would like White, to highlight? Jay White's a great heel. Ghetto is a great heel manager. He's such a cheater. Naito love- won the belts. That was rad. The uh, uh, I, okay, I will say the double dash. I will say I wish they didn't have Kenta come out attack him afterwards. Like I think I would have just let the moment breathe. Did you find that cheapened it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I just it's like these people have been on such a journey. Let them celebrate with them for one night. Right, right. You finally got it. Let's. It'd be like having somebody run out after Daniel Bryan won the titles to and, beat him and up. And like they have the freaking New Year's Dash the next the very day. very next day. No, they that's could a good just point. Just have him attack him there, which he did. Right. So it's like, why did we do this? You just. I don't know. It just feels like they could have given him the one night. Nah, I hear you. All right, Mrs. is getting fussy. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being here in your own home with Izzy and hug me, hold me tight.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>